Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning, and welcome into today's spiritual practice of tarot, especially for those of us who have codependent patterns and are just looking to tap in each morning to um, source and contemplation and the center within us, the one that keeps us stable, secure, but also available and open to the people we love, the people we want to love, our relationships. Um, thanks for joining me for our weekend episode. Uh, I do these every day of the week and once on the weekend on the Saturday morning, which it is right now. And I'm sitting here in our new apartment. We have a little media room because uh, we decided no TV in the living room, <laughs> even though we'll see. <laughs> Um, but we have this beautiful little media room that we can curl up in and my partner can play his games in and, um, play his instruments in as well. <clears throat> so, um, that's a little bit about where I'm at this morning. Um, I'm also hitting the road today. I'm leaving town and gathering with, um, some people and so really excited to do that realizing I did not give myself enough time to do podcasting and getting ready the way I want to um, with the amount of time I woke up in. (laughs) So we'll see, this might be a shorter episode or it might go long and um, the whole getting ready thing will have to happen quickly. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We do have some interesting cards today. And so um, I I do want to spend some time on them. Um, before we get started, <clears throat> I, um, mm, I'm just feeling into a lot of things right now. And one is holding space for a group of people next year who want to um, move through codependency on a deeper level and kind of be held by a group of people who really get what codependency is about and try to really unravel and and move forward little by little. I have a group program planned that is not about the tools, um, although I will never be able to not pull in tarot, astrology, human design, writing and poetry into my spaces. Those are my gifts. And um, I often either recommend them or use them to prop up the work I do. It's the first time I'm stepping into leading people through that. But it's less leading and more facilitating and being a part of. Um, And it's got me at my edge because I once told a business coach last year, I don't want to coach. Every time I try to coach, I back out of it. Every time I try to do that, I back out. And it's been this pattern with me. And yet I know that when I hold space for people and be myself in that space, which is someone who will uh, speak up, you know, I'm a little more educator, consultant, then coach, but there's coaching components to it. 
because I love to just ask people questions and watch them hear their own answers. It's a, it's a beautiful process. Um, and so just considering that I woke up in the middle of the night last night going, nope, uh, for some reason I was thinking about this program I'm building, um, and not even really building because we're going to go through it together. But, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. And then this morning, as I talked to you, I'm like, what a beautiful thing though. What a beautiful thing to sit with those seven people. You know, if, if seven people say yes and, and go on a seven month journey of transformation and, um, yeah, I'm just considering that, that strange wake up in the middle of the night, um, what has been keeping you awake? I want to ask you this, what are you waking up to in the middle of the night thinking Pay attention right now. And the reason I say this, and we'll get into the cards, but they're so related, is our self-abandonment today is the Nine of Swords, which we have been talking about and talking about and talking about on the podcast. And guys, we were not getting the Nine of Swords from the time I started this podcast in spring. I'm sure at some point we got it. I'm pretty sure we we have had it maybe once before. But how many times in the last two to three weeks since Mars moved into Gemini and we found out, oh, the Nine of Swords is the Mars and Gemini card. How many times have I pulled this card again and again and again? And the funny thing about this card, and it's in self-abandoned today, is that it is literally somebody in the middle of the night, sitting up in bed in anguish, in stress, in grief, with all of these old thoughts on the wall, hanging up, right? The swords are hanging up above them. And it is like all of these things and these thoughts thoughts and these beliefs and these mental edges we have, right? Just like I was talking about with me, it's like we're oscillating between yes and no, right? And we're waking up in the middle of the night and our fear is coming through. If this was in in self-returning, I would think that what I thought last night was actually for me right? It was a moment of clarity, but it's in self-abandon. And when I woke up this morning, I was like, I don't want to abandon this idea. You know, I have lived into codependency more by saying no to coaching that now I actually feel ready for it. You know, now I know even more. And now my own codependence is you know, is, is strong enough, is stable enough to lead others through the process, you know, and be there with others for it and having got through so much more. So it's really cool. Um, and so that's why I believe that last night was a Mars and Gemini thing. Mars and Gemini showing us our mindset around something right? And my Gemini 
one of the things in the eighth house, right? If you haven't looked up your chart, my Gemini is ruler, you know, it, it, it influences my eighth house. And one of the things about it is um, resources from others. And so for a lot of people, this can be clients paying them. And I'm not planning on going, you know, this is a long course. And so it's going to be a little bit more than what I'm used to offering in one session and asking for resources for one session, because that's how I look at charging. You're not paying me. You're offering me a resource because I am outputting all these resources to you. And so when you, when you pay me, what it's doing is it's resourcing my life. You know, because you paid me, I was able to go get groceries. Because you paid me, I was able to take the weekend off. Because you paid me, I was able to put a roof over my head. Right? The exchange of resources is that you give a resource and I get to be resourced by it. Right? And so I'm asking for even more because I'm in a longer space. So it's very interesting. And so once again on this podcast, as I've done numerous times in the last two to three weeks, go look up your car, your chart on astro.com. Find out where Gemini is. You know, find out what house that is, because you are getting to the edge of a mindset around that. Like we're finally getting pushed to that edge. And hopefully we'll be pushed over. <laughs> That's my hope. And I, I do feel that for people. Seven months of being pushed over our own edges and our own mindset around things. So that's our self-abandonment today. So pay attention to what is waking you up in the middle of the night in fear. Pay attention to what you're thinking about when you can't sleep. What is that thing for you? What are you thinking about? And you might be like, you know, I don't really know. I just can't sleep and I'm on Instagram or I'm on Pinterest or I'm online. What are you looking up? You know, and when you're not scrolling, what are you looking up? If you are scrolling, what kind of posts are you liking? What kind of posts are you saving? Go back in your Instagram or your Facebook. You know, they have areas. I I know they do on Instagram anyways, where you can look up posts you've liked or, you know, things you've saved. And what is that thing for you? What is that full of? You know, it's really interesting to look at yourself through that lens. Uh, and just really asking, you know, in the quiet moments, what has me worried? What, what has me in fear? And the self-abandonment is not to feel those things. You know, I really felt that last night. And I remember saying out loud, my my partner was sleeping. <laughs> so I'm so strange. Um, thank God he loves me. <laughs> I can be so weird. Uh, I do talk to myself a lot. And I mean, that shows because really, even though I'm talking to you, I am alone in a room with a microphone just yakking. And... Um, I love it. I love it a lot. <laughs> uh, my Leo place was happy. 
Um, but truly, truly, um, what is that for you? And if, you know, I said out loud, I'm not going to do it, right? I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this course. Mm -mm. And I just thought what, you know, I woke up and thought what a disservice to myself to not even try to quit before I've even gone over the edge. I don't, you know, the edge I love because it reminds me of the fool in tarot. We haven't even gone over the edge and we've already pulled back. We don't even know what's down there yet. We haven't even dipped our toes and we're already pulling back. You know, those are the kind of mindsets that Mars and Gemini is shifting for us. It really is. You know, as much as Mars is about our mind and about, um, how we speak to people, how we communicate. It's truly as well about connection. Gemini really connects with the people around them in their communities. You know, they're well known, they're friendly, um, they're out there, they're connecting people. And I don't know what that has to do with all this, but it has to do with it, you know? And so for some of us, mm, yeah, I hear it now. For some of us, my cat wants to say hi this morning. Um, for some of us, a lot of this has to do with how we connect with others, right? With the nine of swords of, you know, being worried about the way we'll connect. And in a way, isn't it beautiful that I'm worried about the space I'm holding for others and that I can be there in integrity and not give up on that container and not shy away from that container because that doesn't that mean I'm going to make doubly sure that I'm available to it right see when we worry about things it's not that we should follow the worry and stop what we're doing it's a sign that we need to keep an eye on our integrity around that thing are we showing up for it and it's about a really healthy um discipline. And I don't believe I, I have discipline, but I do believe that source offers me really gentle discipline and sometimes really harsh discipline. You know, it comes in consequences. If, if, um, I have to get a root canal and it's like, Ooh, yeah, with everything going on and the way I've been eating and the way I've been caring for my teeth, mm, this is, well, not a soft, not a soft consequence because it not only is it going to take money uh, because I work from home and and um, am not covered for dental, um, but you know the procedure as well, which I'm not afraid of the dentist, but it's still all of that. And so this is the subtle discipline I'm offered in the world that. It's like this nudge from source and sometimes a push that says, take care of your teeth, take care of yourself. And that's what I feel is the discipline in it's not coming from within. You know, we often need a discomfort point or a pain point to start shifting these things. And so when we think about this mindset, we don't want to follow the worry and not do it. What we want to do is use the worry and the fear 
you know, of how we're going to show up to catalyze us, to allow us to set up foundations that keep us in our integrity around that thing. If that thing is that important, right? If your relationship is that important, if it's that important that you would be worried about it a lot, then use that. That's telling you, then you better, you better be intentional about the integrity you're showing up to, to it. You can't just ride by the seat of your pants if your relationship means that much to you. It needs intentionality. It needs you to remember every day, sometimes a hundred times a day, how to stay in your integrity with yourself and stay in integrity as a partner. And we're going to falter. We're going to falter. And anything that has happened in your relationship that is causing you worry and pain and anxiety, this is just a moment to remember this is a natural um, form of discipline. And, you know, if discipline is not a great word for you, that's fine. It doesn't, we don't have to use that word. That's the word I use uh, because I have a really bad relationship to the word discipline. And so I'm changing it. I'm allowing it to be this wonderful thing that's offered to me in life um, where I don't have to have discipline or willpower or um, push through. Life will just offer me catalyst moments that remind me to be in my integrity, right? Because discipline is, you know, when we, when we take away all the connotations and the things we connect to discipline, it, it is really about being in integrity to... Um, you know, how we want to show up to ourselves, to the thing we're committing and devoting ourselves to. So that's something to consider in your relationship is how are you being in integrity, both with yourself and with the other person? Um, And how do you remember to do that? And if you're going through a lot right now, that is the natural consequences of being out of integrity. You know, even when we're on the point where we know maybe we're going through a split or we know it's coming, um, some of us avoiding it, like wanting to actually still be there, there's still an integrity to that. Some of us can come back from that by just getting into integrity with ourselves and with our partner, ourselves first and then our partner, right? Um, Getting back into integrity can really save a relationship. You know, and it's the pain and the worry of possibly losing it that actually then catalyzes us to do that. You know, and it doesn't take anybody in the relationship going, I think I'm done. It takes that realization that it's going to happen energetically, whether they say it or not. It, it's already in play and it's enough to catalyze us. Right. And um, even if we're not there, and it's just like, oh, I'm so dissatisfied. You know, I'm I'm so worried. I'm so angry all the time about this. It, it is. It's, if, if we follow it and, and we follow our worry and our anchor, yes, process it, but don't follow it. You know, it's passengers, it's hitchhikers in the car, our emotions. It's not the driver. 
Um, who knows where your hitchhikers will take you? It'll be chaos. Um, you're in the driver's seat here. Uh, Source is up front, you know, running the car, um, be in the road. And so I know I've talked about this quite a bit. Just, it's such an interesting card to get. Now you want to know what's even more interesting about this reading is that the way we return to ourselves is the very next card. It's the very next card. And it's everything I've been talking about. Um, it's the Ten of Swords, right? Ten of Swords. And so we're moving from um, the end of thoughts, right? The end of a certain mindset around things into fixing those thoughts and adjusting ourselves and our thoughts and our mindset with the Ten. The 10 says you have this mindset you've had in your head has been hurting all of you. The imagery there is, you know, kind of a, um, a, a shot to the head with a sword. You know, that's going to end things. You don't need to do anything else. And yet there's this person with all these swords throughout them. And it really just signifies that, you know, what is happening in the head has now crippled every part of our life, right? Our mindset has, it, it has influenced all areas. So while my mindset in Gemini may be about, you know, pricing and resources with others, as, as well as a lot of other things, by the way, um, it, it's permeating into all areas of life and all areas of me. And I've, I'm in order to return to myself, I need to stop letting it stop me in my tracks and be the thing that holds me where I am. Instead, I need to see that there's like something new on the horizon. There's a new way to do this and keep my eye on what's ahead instead of what is, you know, how my mindset is hurting me right now. I need to remember that my mindset's not always correct for me, helpful for me, and that it's really hard to reprogram and retrain our brains to think the way we want to think. That takes time, it takes a lot of time. And so if you're worried about your relationship and you're trying to get into integrity here with the ten of of swords because that's all it is right it's you know i haven't been in integrity and it has just crippled me and is it has kept me low to the ground it's kept me protected it's it it makes me like not move forward into some new possibilities then it is absolutely time to get into integrity with yourself to stop hurting yourself with your own mindset um and to and to do that, we need to stop following it, right? We need to stop following the swords. You know, this is what the 10 is here for. It says, we're done with the swords now. Please and thank you, <laughs> right? It says, we're done. Can we be done? Can you just adjust your mindset and let's move on? You know, and I, I love that. I actually really love that because there's a little bit of that reality and that simplicity that I think so much of us are missing. 
that even if we're still processing eons of why we do what we do, like the why part, we can still just go, cool, I'm going to be uncovering why I have this mindset probably for the rest of my life, unless it's a smaller mindset. But like I'm thinking about my own codependency. It hasn't gone away. I'm 36. It hasn't gone away. I've been doing lots of work. It hasn't gone away. It's softened. It's quieter. I'm retraining my brain. But I believe that my codependence will just always be there under the surface, waiting to take over when I'm not in integrity, when I'm not intentional, when I'm not connected to my source, asking it to really lead me through these, you know, codependent landmines, (laughs) you know, give me that, give me that pause. And, um, you know, and develop the pause as well through practice. Um, that's what people don't get about. This is like me on a soapbox, but you know, it comes to prayer and asking source or God or universe for things throughout the day. People think that's about it just being handed to them. But often the way mine works is when I tap in like that, I'm often offered an opportunity very quickly afterwards or a day or two afterwards where I can practice that or something aligns in that way. Um, And so it's like, you know, if I'm asking to pause more, my partner might be like, let's meditate tonight. Let's turn on a meditation tonight. And I'm like, ah, see, there it is. Because meditation creates a good pause for our mind. You know, if you have an active mind, meditation's great. Go download One Giant Mind and and start the 12 days of practice to begin. Um, That always is helpful to me. And, you know, and then I'm like, oh, here's my partner not long after asking to meditate. And so that's what I mean by asking for source. It's like, I can still say no in that moment. But I asked for this. So what will I do? Will I stay in integrity with what I wanted? And so integrity is a big word today. And staying with things is is big today. And um, noticing what keeps us up at night, what's on our mind. And allowing ourselves to really put an end to that and not follow it through. Like a thought is just a thought. An emotion is just an emotion. We can process both and we definitely should process our emotions, but we don't have to follow them, right? When I'm upset and my partner, I often go off and take a breath. I journal. I talk to somebody about it. Um, Not all the time, especially if it's small because I'm one of those independent people. Um, with a chip on my shoulder about telling people everything that's going on, but I'm getting there and, um, you know, but I do something, you know, I cry, you know, if I'm sad about something, I, I cry and then that I've processed that emotion and then I don't have to react to people from what I'm feeling. Same with anger, you know, I go scream in the car, you know, I go, do something and like dance it out and 
sometimes I don't have access to processing the emotion, but at the very least, I mentally accept the emotion. I'm like, yes, I am angry. Okay. Like, you know, and so we just need to accept our mindset, right? That's our job. We need to accept that it's there. We need to look it in the eye. We need to feel the worry and things that are radiating off it, especially if it's towards our relationships. And then we need to have a moment where we go, okay, but like, this isn't my motivation for how I'm going to act today. You know, that's not what I want to cultivate. I don't want to cultivate where my intention of walking through the day is based on my anger. Instead, what does my anger actually need? And then how can I react to people, you know, and respond in ways that keeps me in my own integrity? Um, it's a new horizon. There's so much more possible now that the Ten of Swords is here with us, right? There's so much. And so this might be a turning point for a lot of us right now, especially because it's full moon in Pisces, Right? full moon in Pisces. There's just so much that can be revealed to us with the full moon in Pisces. You know, when we think about the moon card, there's just so much subconscious, so much fear going on, so much disconnection from source, so much self-involvement, right? Like we're just constantly thinking of ourselves. Um, and actually doing that makes us more dissatisfied by the way. Um, even though sometimes we can't help it. And so with this Pisces full moon, we we might just finally be able to see what's beyond our own mask, you know, and see that mindset and see how it's running things and seeing what how it has corroded our integrity with ourselves and then with others as well. So that's where I'm at today. Um, just keep considering what your old mindset is telling you and keep choosing again and again or sending up prayers to source just like let me let this mindset go help me let this mindset go and even if you don't believe in a source or a creator or a god or the universe that will retrain your brain as well right like a lot of people i know who don't believe in these things believe that even just prayer and stuff is, is rewiring of the brain. And so even if you just do it from that, you're just trying it because even if there's nothing out there, you're still retraining your brain, right? And just say to yourself, let this mindset go. Let me let this mindset go. You know, let me, let me bypass this mindset. Let me not follow this mindset. Let me be in integrity. You know, whatever you need, just keep repeating it to yourself. Make it a mantra, right? Um, make it a prayer if if you so choose. But just say it over and over again today. There's something else available. You know, and it's in the future. Ten of Swords, the horizon is is quite far off at the back of the card, but it's there. You know, it's on the other side of the water, which is the other side of our emotions and the other side of, you know, some flowing with things and going with things. So that's what I have for you. This is for the whole weekend, you know, full moon in Pisces. So care for yourself through this. 
This is really, there's a huge spiritual aspect to Pisces. There's a huge artistic nature to Pisces. And so just really tapping into what do I believe in? Source, universe, prayers, affirmations, meditations. Do something spiritual this weekend. Maybe even with your partner, pull some tarot cards. You know, do whatever it is you guys do. Um, Pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to what's waking you in the night under that full moon, right? I mean, that was the full moon last night. I woke up going, no, I can't do that. No, I can't. And maybe in three weeks I'll decide, you know what, maybe I w- that was right. Maybe that was a divine message of, of no. But today uh, it's more about what is my mindset there that I can't do it? What is that? I'm grappling with that mindset. All right, I'm going to let you go now because now I got to get ready. <laughs> and I got to get ready faster now because I wanted to spend more time with you in these cards. So I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful weekend. Um, and I will see you again on Monday for our spiritual practice of tarot. I care about you. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.